Welcome to the Money, Motivation, and More podcast. My name is Robert Geniak, and I'm author of the international bestseller, Rich is a State of Mind. And this episode is entitled, Your Intended Message to Your Partner. I was recently a guest on the Your Intended Message podcast with George Torok. It's an excellent podcast on communication skills, and I heartily recommend you give it a listen. But during the conversation George and I had, we talked about our messages with regards to money to three distinct audiences, our children, our partners, and our aging parents. In the last episode, I talked about the thoughts with our children, and this episode is going to focus on our partners. Here we go. Now, let's let's move to the uh, a, a next stage in life where it's okay. the money discussion between partners. Oh, that's fun stuff. Especially if, if they come from different backgrounds or upbringing. The current statistics, as a speaker yourself, George, you're aware that 73% of all statistics are made up on the spot. The current statistics say that somewhere between 50 and 70% of all marital or relationship breakdowns happen because of differences and issues surrounding money. It's a pretty big number. And yeah, is that number too high? Sure. But what if it's only 50? What if it's 40? What if it's 38? At the end of the day, issues around money, the conversations around money, styles and how we manage money, how we feel about it, have a huge impact on our primary relationship with our partner. In part, due to sometimes the, the key factor is opposites attract. So you have a spender attracted to a saver. In those situations, the conversations get very, very difficult. A, a small difference of opinion is, is manageable, but big expectations around emotional issues about money tend to blow up relationships. If you were advising partners on that conversation, how to keep it civil, how to keep it productive, what advice have you given, would you give? The advice I would give, it is of no help to anybody in the middle of one of these arguments. The advice I give is to people in the early days of their relationships, is have the money discussion and talk early. Not first date early, but early. You know, before you get down that path of planning a future and talking about you know, whether or not we should buy a condo or a house, whether or not we want to travel more, whether, whether our lives are going to be about stuff or about experiences. Those conversations, George, are critical to setting the foundation for a good, healthy relationship. When money becomes an issue in a partner relationship, one partner tries to use it as a weapon against the other. And when money becomes a weapon, uh, I don't want to say your relationship's doomed. It's not likely to end well. Money sounds powerful. We can now weaponize money. And, and so that's interesting. So, so early in a relationship, and perhaps they should add these to those dating apps, you know, some questions to ask are, <laughs> do, do you prefer stuff or, or experiences, condo or house? Rent how, much, or buy? how much student debt do you have? How much uh -huh. credit card debt are you carrying? Comment about what was your earliest experience or memory about money? If a child were to grow up in a home where money conversations were difficult and money was extremely limited, their view on money and relationships is going to be radically different than someone who didn't. It's not to say that these partners can't exist in a relationship, even with different styles and different attitudes. We don't all have to be the same about everything. Money is a key one that you kind of have to be on the same page. 
you don't need to be in the same line, but you need to be somewhere on that same page in order to make it work for you with your partner. Robert, where have you seen or, or have you heard where if you got partners, opposite views on some aspect of money that the difference was insurmountable. They just couldn't overcome. What, what is a typical, if, you, if you're here and I'm there, it's just, we're not going to work out. If a partner relationship gets to that point, George, uh, I, I don't want to say it's doomed. I'd hate to say any relationship is doomed, but it's probably not going to work. It becomes a wedge in the relationship. Many couples can't overcome it. You even see this with friendships, let alone partnership. If, you, if you've got a circle of friends, there's always one friend in the group who's always a few bucks short. The group always wants to go out and, and, and grab a burger and a beer. You know, that one person in the circle is always like, oh God, they want to go out again or they want to go here. It's like, I don't have the money to afford to be able to do that. They will rarely open up to the group, even though they're tight friends, right? They've been friends since university days, maybe 20, 30 years. Goes back to the emotion, the things we learned in childhood. We don't talk about money, that even if I'm having an issue, in partner relationships, money issues get swept under the rug. And sometimes a partner, they, they go and buy something. And what do they do with it? They hide it. They put it in the closet. They don't want their partner to know. They, they take the price tag off so that if it does get found, it's like, no, no, I've had that for a long time. You know, I just, uh, you've just never seen me wear it or you've never seen me use it. That has to be a, a horrible situation to be in, in a partner relationship. What Ferrari in the garage? What are you talking about? <laughs> Robert, what might be early in a relationship, what might be a good non-threatening question to ask a, a potential partner to get some feel about where they stand on money? I think asking a potential partner, what, what is your earliest memory of money? What is the biggest lesson your parents taught you? If they say, my parents taught me absolutely nothing about money and we never talked about it as a family, I can assure you, they're never going to talk to you about it either, right? It's just what they know. And, and we tend to perpetuate that. Doesn't mean we can't learn new stuff. Doesn't mean we can't develop new and better behaviors. The messages we convey about the emotion around money, they start early and we carry them for a long time. Thank you for listening to part two of this three-part series from Your Intended Message with George Torok. Today was all about our partners. Next time, we're going to talk about our aging parents. This has been another episode of Money, Motivation, and More, and I'm your host, Robert Geniak. If you're listening to this via Apple Podcasts, thank you very much. If you could go to the app or the website and please leave us a rating, I would appreciate it. Money, Motivation, and More is also available via Blueberry, CastBox, Player FM, or at the robertgeniak.com website. If you're hearing it someplace else, I'd be grateful if you would let me know. I always like to know where our podcast is being listened to. I'm also open to feedback and suggestions about future topics for the podcast. And until next time, thank you for listening. <music>